Hi, this is Regal Forever, and I'm very anxious. <laughs> Hi, Juicy. Hi. Um, well, this is weird. Yeah, I know. So, um, coronavirus. Yeah. Should, okay, let's start from the start about filling everyone yeah. in about what's happening with us. Yeah. Okay, so um, if you follow us on social media, you might have seen us posting about how our, our second season is coming. Spoke too soon. <laughs> Spoke too soon. Oh, God. <laughs> Literally jinxed it. Um, yeah, so we have this whole plan for season two and we are really excited about it and we've got these episodes and topics that I think are going to be really cool. Um, obviously, the world situation just changed like immensely in the like week between us recording that episode and now and so it obviously would just be really weird and wrong to kind of carry on with these like kind of fun light-hearted money topics when we're facing like a really you know hard time in history yeah and we just actually don't know what's going to happen and we're already seeing that people are going through some tough times financially. Yeah. So it's really scary. Yeah. So we're like me and Josie have been talking heaps about like, well, should we even record it all right now? Like, is it just, you know, like shut up or <laughs> I don't know. But then it's also like, well, it would be weird that we have this podcast about money and there's, you know, we're facing, you know, a probably like global economic crisis and to just be like, la, 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 not saying anything. Yeah. But then on the flip side, it's weird because we tell you guys all the time that we're not experts. Yeah. And the kind of stuff that is happening is very much for someone who knows a lot about finances totally. to deal with. Totally. Yeah. And then, like the last thing we want to do is like spread misinformation or anything. <laughs> <laughs> like this is over our heads. This is, you know, like. Completely. Um, but then, I don't know. I mean, I also think I, like I listen to a few podcasts that have done episodes about, you know, um, coronavirus and being in isolation and anxieties about it or whatever, and kind of being stuck at home alone. It is actually, I found it nice having, having stuff to listen to and like be able to like process what's going on with, you know, your imaginary friends on the speakers. Um, so we thought we'd just kind of talk today about like our anxieties and like being stressed about money and not knowing what's going to come and you know what's what's going to happen to workforce and people in service industry jobs and all that kind of like stuff that's more our our lane than like you know big picture economic stuff yeah and again if you listen you would know this but this is all from our perspective and this is all just things that when we talk about it a lot can be speculation because we don't know what's going to happen. So that's also just a caveat. But yeah. yeah. Oh, and also maybe like important to note, um, like obviously everything is changing so fast. We're going to put this episode out like the day after we record it, which is like two weeks faster than we normally do. But <laughs> no. So it's currently, I think it's worth saying it's Saturday, 21st of March. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're coming to this five days later, a week later, the stuff we're talking about now might just might not be relevant anymore. So, you know, keep that in mind. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was just saying to you before, I feel like every morning I wake up and then I look at the news and I've deleted Facebook off my phone so that oh, I don't clever. scroll fa through Facebook. Yeah. But now I just check Apple news, which I've never used Apple news in my life. Yeah. And I'm scrolling through that and I feel like it's even worse. Mm. 
and and then you just go throughout the day checking and checking. Like, I don't think I've been on my phone more in my life. Yeah. I, I wake up in the morning and the first thing I do is like open Twitter to be like, what awful thing has happened overnight, like in the rest of the world? Like what, what huge update has there been? And it really does feel like every like six hours, it's like some huge change. Like seriously, cause I checked the news this morning and then, so it's about one o'clock now and I checked it just before I came in here and then there was the news about Italy and there's been a really sharp increase in death toll. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it was like to give some context when um, we were talking earlier, we were talking about the um, whole Bondi Beach thing and there being these photos of like crowds of people on Bondi Beach. And literally as we were having that conversation, our producer checked his phone and he's like, oh, guys, um, yeah. <laughs> like New South Wales government has just shut down Bondi Beach. Like that's how fast things are happening. It's crazy. Yeah. It's so crazy. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, how are you fe- like, how are you feeling? How's your like... <laughs> How's your anxiety? How are you feeling? I'm not, <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. Just like this I know, whole but situation. I really furrowed my brow. Yeah, when you, you said did that. furrow your brow. So I don't, I don't blame you. Um, and like, yeah, I can't remember what I was going to say. No. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that probably if anyone does have anxiety or or have have experienced anxiety or depression before, I feel like this is the worst time mm. for them because mm-hmm. it's. There is no good news. It's Mm -hmm. all bad news. And there's so much to worry about. And it's not even like bad news where it's in some other country or whatever. It's like right now the things that you do matter to this whole thing. And I feel like it's quite overwhelming. So, yeah, I feel very anxious a lot. And I feel worried because as of Monday my organization is going to work from home. And I just am really bad at working from home. Mm. So, yeah, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. It's it's hard because it's like obviously, you know, I know that like like my personal like levels of happiness right now are not like oh, the most to- important yeah. Yeah. thing. But then – and it's like obviously I know it's for the greater good that we're all like staying home and that's good and we should all do that and blah, blah, blah. But it's, you know, I think we talk about like what people talk about this idea of like happiness being a project that you work at. And I feel like it's something I've been working at a lot over the last couple of years for myself. It's like, you know, it's like adjusting the heat on a thermostat and like trying mm. to like, you like twiddling some knobs and figuring out like what works the best for you. And I feel like I've actually kind of figured it out for myself lately. And it's like, well, for me, like, like really keys to like managing my mental health is like going out and exercising every morning. It's like having these like kind of built in social interactions every day, like going to, to swap the clothes shop across the road from my house every day, which like, I know it sounds ridiculous, but it's like, that's actually like a big, I don't know that mm-hmm. having that like interaction every day is like a big, well, you live alone and you work yeah, at home. I like, live alone and I work at home. And those are like coping mechanisms or like going to the library. Now the library is closed or like going to like nice cafes as like a nice, like, you know, self care thing for myself or just seeing friends and like planning, planning things to look forward to and yeah. like cultural events that like as lame as it sounds like nourish me and make me feel like, you know, just remind me of like, I don't know, the beauty of life as wanky as that sounds like all that stuff is like actually just really key to me being happy and right now we're kind of facing yeah this moment of like all those all those coping mechanisms and all those routines you've set up for yourself are kind of gone and that's scary but even like like someone did a post about this on Instagram and I 
I feel like this is very much my situation as well. But like when you, if you've had issues with like food and eating in your life, it's like, I think for a lot of people, exercise is a really, is like a really essential and a kind of positive way to manage those anxieties and funnel them into something that's like, you know, better for you than like ruminating over everything that goes in your mouth. And suddenly like now we can't go to the gym mm. anymore. And it's like, fuck, like, I just think, I think the consequences for everyone's mental health and, you know, everything is just like, it's going to be really big over the next few months. Totally. And yeah. And exercise is such a coping mechanism for so much. It literally helps anxiety and depression. Yeah. And we've never been more anxious and yeah. in our lives and you can't go. It's really stressful. Yeah. And yeah, like you can go for a walk outside, but I also feel like because like we've just, we've, we've developed so much as a society where a walk outside versus we're used to a treadmill is just like, mm. I just wouldn't know how to begin. <laughs> I know that sounds really stupid. No, it's true. But if I take my dog for a walk, I know that I can go like two blocks and then I go two blocks and come home. But if I go for a walk for myself, I'll be like, what's the point? Mm. That I know that sounds really dumb, but yeah, exercise to me is the gym. So it is really stressful not to be locked out of that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously just like the money stress that I'm sure like we're all feeling right now, like, yeah, yeah, I don't think there's been a situation. I mean, you know, I was kind of what 18 when the global financial crisis happened, we were in Australia, we were pretty insulated from it and I was 18. So it's not like I had anything going on financially anyway. So, you know, it's kind of like, this is the first time in my life that something huge has happened where it's actually like, oh, like all those things that we, we kind of talk about theoretically of like, oh, you've got to have money set aside for an emergency. Um, you know, like you've got to have like these contingency plans, like if you lose your job, blah, blah, blah. And like, oh, it's actually happening now. Like it's actually Mm -hmm. happening now. And that's just terrifying. Like to be like, oh, I actually might be in the position now where I'm like, yeah, I just, you know, maybe my savings that I thought were going to like go towards a holiday or something sometime it's just gonna like be to pay my rent with but who knows like you know I think I'm I think I'm okay work-wise but like I don't know yeah I was gonna ask like are you worried as a freelancer I mean I think I do think that I'm lucky in that like you know I write for the internet the internet isn't going anywhere Mm -hmm. like in fact it's it's like one of the few things that's just gonna keep chugging along as normal so I feel like I'm in like I feel like I'm in a pretty good position um but I also am aware that like, we just don't know what the kind of flow on effects of this thing are going to be like one month, two months, three months, six months down the track. Like are, cause you know, I do a lot of like branded copy, like are all these brands going to lose money and then not have money for advertising. And so I won't get that work or, you know, I don't know. Like we just don't know what, like we just don't know what's going to happen. And so I do feel the precariousness of, of not having a steady income maybe for the first real time since I've been freelancing. Mm. But then like, I mean, I know we've kind of talked about this already. Like, like, are you worried that you could just lose your job? Like, I think people who have jobs aren't necessarily in a better position than I am right now. Like we're all equally like yeah, and in this state of unknown. I don't even think it's because of the industry I work in or the job, the work that I do. I just think everyone at the moment is like, they're just reconsidering, oh, what is my value to this organization? What's mm. my value as a human being and as an employee? And will that be enough mm. to keep me earning money? Yeah. Yeah, it's really scary. Yeah. 
but yeah, I mean, like I know, you know, I, I guess for context for listeners, like I worked in the music industry for years and years. And so I have heaps of friends who work in that industry and still like essentially 50% of like what I do now for work is like music industry stuff. Music industry literally just doesn't exist right now. Like Mm. the only way people make money in music is from shows. There's obviously no shows for the next six months. Like, like I'm again, I'm so thankful that I, my income doesn't actually depend on that live side of things the way that other people's does. But yeah, like there would be, there's so many people right now who, now who are literally facing just six months of unemployment. It's crazy. Yeah. And here's where like, I feel bad about this chat because I just said like, oh, you know, it's really scary. And I worry if my job will be okay and stuff, but it's like people right now have lost their jobs. People, yeah. It's affecting people right now. It's not a what if. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, yeah, I'm sorry if, you know, it's hard. It's hard to like, yeah. Yeah. But I'm definitely feeling this. It's like weird as well. Like, obviously it's so hard to focus on work right now, but I'm yes. also like, you need, like, I need to just like do as much work as I can and make as much money as I can, like while I can, because everything is so yeah so up in the air and we don't know what's coming yeah I I feel exactly the same I'm like okay now is the time to focus and show your value and whatever more than ever just because it's a personal worry of mine but because we're working from home I just know for myself it's just not an environment where I'm productive I'm very extroverted person I need people around me I like collaborating yeah and I just worry about going into these holes of of like just stress and nervousness just Mm. being by myself all day yeah that's hard I know and it's like (laughs) I wish I could offer you some helpful advice but it's like (laughs) well my like my like (laughs) before this all happened and people would say to me like oh man like I couldn't work from home like how do you do it I was like it's fine you just make sure that you like go to the gym every morning Mm. and like go get coffee from your like local cafe and go like and you know and I'm like and it means that you have more headspace and energy for like socializing at night and now it's like well, yeah, all those tips are kind of got, like, I, <laughs> sorry, like, yeah, all that stuff's gone. I can't really, like, I can't really offer people much. You know, I think probably lots of people have noted this online, but it's like, it's like, oh, it's taken this crisis <laughs> for us to realize, like, how, like, the people who work at, like, grocery stores and stuff are actually the people who are holding society together, not, like, you know, whatever bullshit I do for a living or whatever bullshit, like, most of us do for a living. It's like, yeah, like maybe give people who work in those really core vital industries like a bit more respect Yeah, <laughs> all of the time. But I also think it's just going to reframe everything. I think that recently we've been given a choice between just staying home and or going out and seeing friends and socializing. Now we don't have a choice. Now it is just staying home. And we're realizing how important social interaction is and being Mm. with people and that sense of community like Mm. we've really lost that as a society Mm. and now I just feel like this is going to flip things on its head I don't know yeah just speculation (laughs) um yeah and you know I think there's like there's so many ways that this affects so many people of society in different ways that we probably don't think about or are aware of and like um someone tweeted the other day that if you like if you walk past um, a homeless person on the street and they're asking for money, like you really like, this is really the time to give them money because like, there's not going to be anyone out there to like help them out. Like that normal foot traffic that maybe you depend on is going to like vanish. Yeah. Like that's freaky. Like there's just, 
there's, yeah, like I think so many different people would be dealing with these unique crisis within this crisis. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's the ways that it affects people you don't really think about. Um, yeah. But, okay, on, like, a lighter note, mm. I've been – because I'm stressed about the economy, obviously, and just local businesses and etc. I'm just trying to do my tiny bit each day to do something a little bit nice or, like, spend money in a way that I think will – just make a tiny impact, but will help people. Mm -hmm. So the other day before work, usually I just get my coffee at work, but I went to just my local cafe and I got my coffee from there instead. Yeah. From not in my keep cup from a takeaway cup because. Oh yeah. No keep cups. Yeah. No, no (laughs) keep cups. Um, and then I needed a book because I was like, well, we're going to spending, be spending a lot of time at home. So I looked up, I found on buy from the bush. They did a local bookshop that's from Aladala. And it was also bushfire affected region. So I bought from them and you can just Instagram message them Mm. and they'll send it to you. So it's like a tiny bit that you can do. If you're going to just buy things anyway, you might as well go out of the way to do it. Yeah. And we're probably, you know, it's weird because it's like on the one hand, obviously we're all facing this like financial stress of not knowing or not feeling like secure in our incomes, but then also, I'm like, well, I'm probably going to spend a lot less money than I would in mm. normal life because, like, the fuck am I going to spend it on? So it is, a, is it, it is a time where I'm like, well, you know what, maybe I'll just, like, buy books from, like, the nice local bookshop near my house that I would have normally got from the library because also I just think, like, something that's really freaking darkening me out is that I keep thinking in six months' time or however long once we kind of come out of this, just all, like – the small businesses that bring so much joy to my life, like the cafe that I love to go to and like, yeah, the bookstore I like to look in and like my favorite bars and pubs and all those things that like genuinely enrich my life. Like, are they just not going to be there anymore? And that's like devastating. And so I'm like, yeah, this is really the time where I just have to try and like find way, like, you know, have to yeah. still try and support them because selfishly it, it's literally selfish. It's just, I still want them to be there when this comes out. Also, I think this situation has brought up kind of interesting ethical questions of like, well, should I like keep paying my gym membership if I'm not going to the gym because, you know, to like to help support them and keep them open? Like where do you draw the line between like I want to keep supporting a business and like like how big does a business have to be before they're on their own? Well, okay, so for my gym, for example. Yeah. I'm not going. I think they're still open though. Um, But it's $77 a month. So it's not breaking the bank and it's just owned by one woman and it's the only of its kind. It's just just an independent gym. Well, then totally. Yeah. So I was like, at the moment, it's not going to kill me to keep paying $77 a month. If if we come into month four of this or whatever and I have to reconsider, I don't know what will happen, but- for now, I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Do you know I signed up for um, this Fitness First membership like <gasps> literally a week before this all happened oh. because I wanted to start doing this weight training program at night as well as going to F45 in the morning. And <laughs> now I'm just like, like I okay, so with Fitness First, I'm like, I feel no ethical obligation towards you, this giant mega gym. 
but then also it's like, oh, but you do employ people who it's yeah. like, well, it's not their fault if they work for like a shitty company. Like, and really me canceling my gym membership, like the flow on effects, of, like, you know, what's going to happen if everyone cancels their gym memberships, they're going to fire people who work, well, not, you know, fire them, make them redundant, whatever people who work in gyms. And then like, oh, I don't know. That's just like, that just does my head in a bit. But, but then this, right. You can be. You can say, I already pay this much for F45. I just signed up for that place. You can let that go. You can you can let that go and not feel guilty. Yeah. But also, <laughs> I just don't... <laughs> having had a Fitness First membership before and tried to cancel it, like, they will not let you cancel, like, unless they legally have to. So, I'm kind of like, oh, I'm not even bothered. I'm just going to keep paying it for now. If they actually... How much sh- is it? Not very much, like $25 a week. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, if... <laughs> Like the only way I'm going to stop paying it is if the government actually like orders gyms to close and then they'll like have to stop charging me anyway. Oh, that, doesn't matter. That's but just like, just like hilarious timing. Like <laughs> good one to get. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't have known. Yeah, None we of us couldn't could have, have known. known. <laughs> um, it's, I also keep thinking about how like this would be, this would be really terrible time if you just have an unpleasant living situation Mm. like you know it's it's like I've kind of complained to you already about like it feeling really hard isolating when I live by myself and I'm a bit like oh you know like all these people who like live with their partners or with like friends or family it's like you have this you have people around you still but I am feeling particularly isolated but that's okay I can cope with that but then I also think like God, I would hate if I was isolating right now and like any share house I lived in from age 21 until 28, like that would be hell as Mm. well. Like, you know, it's like wealth right now gives you the luxury of isolating in just like much more bearable circumstances. Totally. Yeah. I saw, I mean, I don't know if she's rich or not, but you know Harling Ross who writes for Men Rivella? No. She has the most beautiful apartment ever. And I just thought, wow, that'd be nice to self-isolate in. <laughs> just a side note. <laughs> it's truly beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a really good point. And then it brings up things like people who are in domestic violence situations yeah, totally. or, or live with parents who are abusive or whatever it is. It's like, that's a real, that's really a struggle. Yeah. Um, I got a question for you. Yes. Like, do you think that, do you think that you'll spend more or less money in isolation than you do in normal life? Like if like, okay. Cause th- things I'm thinking about right now, I'm obsessed with the idea of gaming. Like I just want to game. I just want to play age of empires one, Sims one, Pokemon red. That's all I can think about. I'm like going mad, trying to find <laughs> ways that I can play these games. And, uh, cause I obviously have a Mac book, like every other millennial it's like you can't play these games on a Mac. I'm like, dude, maybe I'll just buy, buy a fucking PC. Like, I'll just buy a you PC. You buy a PC so you can be I really want to. I just want to play Age of Empires one so bad. And so I'm like, that's running through my head. And I'm like, maybe I'll buy a Nintendo Switch or something instead. And then oh it's God. like also like online shopping for the boredom. Like, like yeah. I almost ordered some mascara yesterday, and I was like slap myself on the face like why do you need mascara like you're stuck (laughs) but I just I just wanted that like like endorphin hit of like capitalism spend some money like 
nice thing. You know, like, am I just going to spend heaps on online shopping over the next? Yeah, but like, few months. won't it balance out because you're not going to be going out? Yeah. And seeing people and stuff? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I'm going to spend more money or not. I definitely, that book that I bought from that independent bookstore was like $41. Oh, that's a lot of money. I know. <laughs> well, we're shipping, it was $41. And I was like, Oh man, <laughs> unless if we, if I wasn't in this situation, I probably, probably wouldn't have thought to do that. I'm glad I did, but yeah. And then like on Wednesday, I went down to the sandwich shop near my work and I bought a sandwich. They had already put their prices up by $2.50. Really? So I paid $13 for a salad sandwich. Yeah. I mean, like I, I get it. Yeah. Then, like, oh, to- and there was no one there. And I was like, guys, I'm so sorry. Yeah. So maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, another thing I keep thinking about is all those like I feel so bad for all those Australians who are stuck overseas right now and because there's just like not commercial flights anymore they're kind of looking like I was reading about these Australians stuck in Peru and it was like to get out like an economy ticket was like six thousand dollars to get home because you're essentially paying it's like a charter flight essentially like you're paying for the plane to fly from Peru to Australia and then back to Peru again um and I'm like, that's crazy. Oh my and God. like, imagine if you were like a family of four. And then I was also like, and I almost can't believe I'm going to say this, but I'm like, this is almost making me want to like increase my credit card limit because like, you know, a thing that in like a perfect version of the world, like credit cards are meant to be like for emergencies. Obviously that's not what they use for most of the time. And, you know, banks use them to, rip people off horribly, blah, blah, blah. I'm not defending credit cards, but I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. actually like if something did go really wrong over the next few months, like, I don't know, I've only got a $4,000 credit limit. Like mm-hmm. what, like, ugh, like, you know, it would be nice to have that money no, to access it. in case of emergency. And I don't think you need to justify that either. I think that's completely fine mm. to be thinking that way. Mm. Um, that the stories of people that are stuck overseas like that. Oh my God. I know it is horrifying. Like awful. Yeah. Yeah. I know a girl, I met her when I was doing exchange in Canada and she's in Ecuador at the moment. Oh no. And yeah. And Ecuador gave, I think 24 hours notice before they shut their borders. Mm. It was like quite soon. Um, and she just keeps posting like, can you guys email the Canadian government, try and get us out. Like that's the only way they can get out is if a government, comes and gets totally that's terrifying i did think about okay spending more money because Mm. i'm working from home now i went to kmart yesterday with a friend and i got some like nice loungewear just like (laughs) stuff that's not pajamas uh, but it's like really nice to hang around juicy couture (laughs) tracksuit that's it yeah i mean yeah, got to get get your joy where you can right now. I, hey? And I actually, they're all so comfortable. And I was like, I'm going to be spending a lot of time at home. I'm really glad that I bought all these really comfortable oh my God. clothes. Maybe I'll, there's this tracksuit. Okay, so um, what's her name? Jemima Kirk. She's like posted oh. about this, like, it must be a friend of hers, like tracksuit brand. And they're like really cool tracksuits that made of like velour and cool colors and just like look awesome but like also look like they'd be really comfy they're like 700 australian dollars or something and so obviously before i was like that's outrageous i've never bought that and now i'm like well if i'm gonna be at home all day like treat myself okay maybe 700 dollars. no if it was like it's 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 disgusting yeah like i would never if it was like a hundred dollars i'd be like katie go for it but then it's also like no no like must 
be really careful with money right now and not spend it on like dipshit things when you don't know what's happening with your income. Like that would be dumb. That, that balance man is so difficult. It's yeah. It's, it's really difficult. Yeah. Um, yeah. My Kmart trip cost me like $48 yesterday, but I got heaps of stuff. Mm. I know that Kmart is like fast fashion. It's like evil, but it's like loungewear. So yeah, <laughs> it's fine. Um, I'm actually going to order one of those coffee pots that go on the stove though. So yes. I can make coffee at home. Yeah. Do that. They're only like $35. It's fine. So things like that definitely do. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, this has been our like Corona experiment episode. Um, if you're in the Facebook group, if you follow us on Instagram, like let us know if you want us to keep doing these, what you think, like. We'll try not to make them as like, we'll try not to bum you out as yeah. much as we did yeah. this time. Um, oh, also we obviously decided not to do money content and money A's and A's yeah. right now. Cause that would also feel insensitive and strange. Um, but yeah, like, well, we don't know where we're all going to be next week. Let's see. But yeah, if you want to hang out with us, let us know. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Look Bye. after yourself. Bye. Wash your hands. <laughs> Wash your hands. <laughs> Stay inside. <laughs>